2: Friday final hour Dan on the Dan at Stan Patrick show we're celebrating Thanksgiving today and with the help of the Traeger grill roasted turkey pumpkin pie mashed potatoes green bean casserole sweet potato casserole Todd has not been in uh, really involved in the show today very much he has been tweeting back and forth with somebody named Dylan Dreyer with uh, NBC's today show about a recipe for pumpkin pie
3: he's a pretty famous person Someone named Dylan Dreyer.
2: I don't know who Dylan Dreyer is. He's like the main
3: like, weather person and like part of the NBC Today show, too.
2: Okay. she's not like a fill-in or something. Did she... Well, I just said, if this is a guy... You're not tweeting. Probably not. Okay. So Dylan Dreyer with the Today Show. How did this come about that you are tweeting her during our show?
3: I saw her tweet, I think early in the morning, and she was talking about, I guess, pumpkin pie or what's, you know, the best kind of pie to have for Thanksgiving. And uh, I think it was like 15, 20 minutes before the show, and I had a free moment, and I decided I would send a note back encouraging, uh, you know, people that follow her, and if they follow me, that pumpkin pie a la mode, the, the, uh, I guess the words I used was some vanilla ice cream a la mode action or something like that which uh I guess got people all their antlers up or something.
2: Okay. Did she reply to you? Uh, she did not. Okay. But you replied to her. I did. Okay. You replied to uh Giada that was what last week?
3: Uh yeah, a week or two ago. Okay.
2: All right. About uh, her green bean, green bean casserole. casserole. Okay. Why not Bobby Flay, somebody like that?
3: Yeah, they get they get plenty of attention.
2: Okay. All right, well, welcome to the final hour of the program. The uh, Traeger is all fired up, and so are we. Uh, Nick Wright, Fox Sports 1. First things first, a uh, show will join us coming up in a little bit here. Some NBA items to talk about. Gordon Hayward turning down the Boston Celtics with a $34 million price tag that he's turning that down. Is he going to go to the Hawks? Is he going to the Knicks? Miles Garrett will not be playing this weekend. He's on the COVID list. The Raiders... The COVID count is 11 players right now. Have we seen any language, McLovin, where at what point do you say we need to postpone this game, we need to move this game? Because I go back to Stephon Gilmore of the Patriots, and he was out of a Thursday game. They moved the Thursday game to a few days later to a, what, a Monday night game. I have no. I have not seen anything. I mean, remember the Titans had, a,
4: they got into the 18-19-20 yeah, number. yeah. And they moved that. But I don't know. Ross Ross Tucker said that those guys will come off the list. That's why it's so confusing. Okay.
2: All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Prior to uh, the end of last hour, I dropped a bombshell. And I said this could be the most embarrassing thing I've ever revealed on this program. And I've revealed a lot of embarrassing things. A lot of personal things. I revealed that I have been watching Emily in Paris. It's, uh, it's a show. I, I don't even know if it's on Netflix or Amazon, but I've uh, been watching it. Uh-huh. I'm not sure, but uh, Emily uh, is actually Phil Collins, the musician's daughter. Yes, uh, Seton. Well, I just wanted to give a quick update on Emily in Paris because
5: it was a fairly embarrassing um, admission by you. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mean to make things worse, but... okay. One of our I-Team field reporters here, Becky King, has just sent us a tweet. Yes, Becky. From Netflix. Okay. Uh, It was from November 10th. Netflix tweeted, Friendly reminder that Emily in Paris is supposed to be pronounced with a French accent. So, Emily and Paris rhyme. Which means the actual name of the show is M-L-E in (laughs) Pali. Which is infinitely worse.
4: Oh, I love it. Andrew, you could disagree with it all you want, but Netflix said it. No. M-L-E in Pali. No. I mean, that makes it... That, even now, I'm embarrassed to watch it. And I watch rom-coms.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Emily in Paris. But there's not a
4: single French person thing. That, this show is so Americanized. It's crazy. Friendly reminder. Yeah.
2: Well, thank you. It's I not Emily it. in Paris. It's Emily in and Paris. And, uh, and that's Lily Collins, who is Emily in Paris. Her name is Lily. And that's Phil Collins' daughter.
6: Yes, Paulie? Dan, as a journalist, I'm going to have to insist that if you guys talk about this show, you say it correctly. Emily in... And I can't do
2: that. I agree. Hmm. Okay. Journalistically. Cosign. But when I want to be manly, then I go to Peacock because then I'm able to watch Yellowstone. You can balance MLE and MLE with Yellowstone. Pallier with Kevin Costner. <laughs> Kevin Costner, star of uh, Yellowstone. Season three starting November 22nd. Yes, McClellan. Could you argue those are the two most opposite shows in the history of television? <laughs> pretty close. Pretty close, I'm going to guess. But uh, you know what? It's not going to stop me from uh, binge-watching Amalie in Paris coming up this weekend. And I did take French in high school, just to let you know. And I know more French than Amalie in Paris does. (laughs) Just letting you know. All righty. Welcome to the program already in progress. The Seahawks came into last night's game against the Cardinals with the worst defense in the NFL. But I give the front office credit Because they went out and got Carlos Dunlap from the Bengals. He had two sacks, including the game winner in the final minute. And they got back to running the football, which helped the Cardinals uh, quarterback Kyler Murray stay on the sidelines. Kyler Murray got banged up in the first half. He wasn't the same in the second half. He struck me as a quarterback who did not want to run the ball. Not as much as he normally does. Seattle, I'm going to give him credit. Because they have at least made an attempt to make that defense... Competitive, And maybe that's the reason why they could be the team to beat now. Uh, Dunlap is, uh, at least you're putting pressure on the quarterback. And, uh, you know, Jamal Adams is still there in the secondary. But the formula worked last night. And now they sit atop the NFC West. And I think they stay there if the defense is at least competitive. Dunlap's big night, encouraging sign. And, you know, maybe they are the team to beat in the NFC West. Here's Russell Wilson on the performance of the front office and Carlos Dunlap.
7: First of all, I think you got to give credit to John Schneider and Pete to get a guy like Carlos Dunlap. He's such a superstar. He's this guy who can really help us. You know, you need those kind of players, especially in our division, the kind of guys. He, and he, him coming off the edge is a, a huge factor. I know he sacked me a few times and hit me pretty hard a few times in the past. But, uh, you know, just to have a great guy, great teammate. He's been awesome in the locker room. He's obviously been tremendous on the field. You know, he's he's such a huge factor to the game. And uh, he causes, you know, you know havoc. And to, obviously, fourth and ten, you know, uh, for him to, you know, make a huge sack you know and and that
2: situation was an unbelievable play it won the game for us right there in that moment and he's got everything you want yeah he's good good to have him put some pressure people uh, didn't realize what kind of player he was when he was playing for the Cincinnati Bengals but maybe this is I, I don't know if it's the blueprint and maybe it is but the question is can you carry it out week to week I love when we go oh we figured out how to stop or how to beat or contain somebody you have to have the personnel to be able to implement that. And the Cardinals could have easily won this game, when you think about it. You know, I don't know how that's not pass interference or face guarding at the very end. Like I I mean, when Kyler's throwing to uh, Isabella, like that's pass interference. Isabella? Isabella, Amelie in Paris. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think they could have easily, they could have won that game. And Kyler wasn't 100% there. But if your blueprint is, we're going to put pressure on Kyler Murray, and we're going to make Kyler Murray, we're going to dictate what he does. And if you're able to do that, then, all right, I like your chances against them. Because if you let him decide, then he's going to kill you. Yeah, Paul Kyler Murray.
4: <laughs> yes, McLevin. Are the Cardinals a
2: little better than you thought they were going to be. Yeah. 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 I think they're a year ahead, and I said to start the year that they're going to be a dangerous team. I don't know how consistent they can be, but you know, you lose Chandler Jones, that's a big loss. And then they lose one of their offensive linemen who is always there and like, doesn't miss a start in five years, I'm thinking, but uh, it's a good team. But I think that they have those moments where they can be a spoiler. I just don't know if they're going to make the playoffs or not. Because it feels like somebody in the NFC West is going to fall to the wayside between the Rams and, uh, and the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm club. By the way, Greg Olson uh, tore his yep, fascia
4: last night. Yeah. That, that was sad because he was starting to play a little bit. Like... So
2: to, he basically broke a bone in his, or tore something in his no, foot. Like
4: plantar fascia, yeah. you know, that yeah. that muscle that goes up the bottom of your foot. Yeah. So should he, did, do we look back at this and say he should have just stayed in the
2: booth? No, because never... it was his decision. I never want to tell you to retire. I want to know why you retire, how long you've been thinking about retiring. But he's thinking about getting a ring. And he'll have an opportunity to be in the booth. You know, one of these, Fox or CBS will hire him to be in the booth. But he had a chance. You know, he just wanted a chance to be able to play. You know, once it's done, it's done. And that's why when, you know, we, it's amazing. We're always trying to push people out. Like, hey, think about retiring. Like Drew Brees, if he wants to play again, that's up to him. Tom Brady, want to play to his 45. I didn't think he was going to do it. Looks like he's going to do it. Ben, how long are you going to play? However he wants to play. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, these are guys that, these are all Hall of Famers here that we're watching. I don't want to see you leave. I just don't want to see you play if you're not playing up to that high standard. But it's not my career, my ego, my legacy. You know, I want to see you play as long as you want. Taysom Hill, by the way, is the starting quarterback for the Saints coming up this weekend? Man, this game got a whole lot more. What's the point spread on this? Have, have they did they establish the line, or were they waiting to see if it's Jameis Winston or Taysom I, Hill?
4: I was seeing that it was Saints minus four. At it's in
2: New Orleans. Okay, if this is in Atlanta, I'm taking Atlanta. And it, I might even take Atlanta in New Orleans. Yes, Michelin. if
4: you're the Saints, don't you just try and run the ball like every play just to keep Atlanta's offense has been looking good? Just conservative,
2: conservative, conservative. Well, I mean, you can only do it so long. You have to be successful when you run the football. And it feels like Kamara's better out of the backfield. I mean, Taysom Hill's probably the best runner in the backfield. Yeah, Paul.
6: I'm really curious if they have a whole new package of plays for Taysom Hill that Breeze would never run a read option with Kamara. Never. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he, they would never even consider. Remember they used to have Nick Foles run the read option back in Philly yeah. it made no sense because Nick couldn't run? This is, this is like <laughs> Taysom Hill's the perfect read option guy because he can go inside or outside. I wonder if that's going to be the plan, like a totally different offense.
2: I like when you have a coach who has the quarterback out there as if he's going to run the read option. And you know that he's not going to run the read. There is no read to the option. The only option is I'm going to pitch it to this running back as soon as you get close to me. Uh, let me get some phone calls in here. We'll talk to Nick Wright from Fox Sports 1. He'll join us coming up here. Dylan in Tennessee joins us. Good morning, Dylan. What's on your mind?
7: Hey, Dan. Six foot 210. Uh, I just wanted to help you out as a, as a fellow fan. It's actually uh, Emily and Perry. Uh, my mother loves the show, so just wanted wanted to let you know.
2: Thank you, Dylan. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, McClellan. How far in it are you? Um, well, the boyfriend is not going to Paris. And I think the chef who's at the uh, fourth floor apartment underneath hers, there's some sparks going on there. Nobody in the office likes Emily and Perry. That's about where I am. You're right. hooked. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And then... Yes, Todd.
3: Are you closer to seeing this through it? And or are you closer on the fence towards maybe stopping the watching of this?
2: Well, it, it gets to a certain point where you go, do I continue? I'm this deep. I, I've done this with movies where you go, OK, I've watched for like 42 minutes. Should I continue to watch? Because I don't think it's that good. This is bad, but it's kind of good. Like Cobra Kai is not bad. It's just sort of, it's not great, but it's really entertaining. Somehow it's fantastic. It is. I like All it, at the same Seton time. And kept saying, you're going to love Cobra Kai. And I go, but I don't, like the premise sounds really corny and it's based off, you know, Mr. Miyagi. And I just went, I don't know if I could do this, daniel son." I've it, never seen a show... Ride the
5: line between good and terrible, but somehow be amazing all at the same time. I know. Right so there with you.
2: It's tremendous. I know. And Seaton goes, you're not going to be able to turn off. It's going to be great. Cliffhanger at the end of season two. Yep, yeah, got me. We're going to get Ralph uh, on, I think, uh, in December. Ralph, Macchio. you. Yes, uh, McClellan. I got a show
4: that we're all going to get hooked on. Okay. The last season, The Crown, Sarah's watch- my wife is watching it, and every time I walk by... It's you know that very popular show about the Queen in in uh, on Netflix. Well, the the Princess Diana th-
2: storyline yeah. right now. Yeah, that's that, creating headlines. Yeah,
4: are you into that? No, I, no. And also Margaret Thatcher.
2: No, no, it, because I didn't good. watch Downton Abbey.
4: Yeah, and but it, this is our Downton Abbey was a hundred years ago. This is like history we remember. Yes. Yeah, like
5: you
2: don't have to see Downton Abbey to understand this oh one you don't one. no 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 they're separate but can i just pick up the <laughs> final season of the crown do i have to watch the other ah. season pick up the final season and by
4: the way if you watch half an episode of down abbey i know you dan you will be in for all five years no no i can't do that it's amazing
2: no i don't do that visually it's exquisite no, no i don't do the english period pieces no i don't do that remains of the day none of that no, no i don't do that i don't do any of those things jeff in detroit hi jeff what's on your mind
8: What up, though? Uh, Happy Thanksgiving from Chat Row on this DP show today, brother.
2: Thank you, Jeff.
8: Listen, Big Dan, I'm going to tell you like this. You explaining those fools. I'm the type of guy I window shop before I eat. I walk through the restaurant to see what everybody else has and if I like it or not because it looks completely different on the menu than it does in person. My question to you, Dan, is this. My fandom has kind of waned a little bit. I find myself... Rooting for the Pistons, I mean, for the Lions and against the Lions. It's like when Washington came back the way they did, it really put, you know, I I found myself wanting them to score, but then I'm like, man, they ain't going to beat the teams that they need to beat. I don't know. I just felt kind of funny, and I'm surprised you weren't, uh, watching the Jeezy versus uh, Gucci Mane uh, on Instagram with all of your viewing yesterday. No,
2: <laughs> no, I haven't gotten that deep. I don't do Instagram or Twitter or any of those things, but thank you, Jeff. Jeff is so all in on Detroit sports, and I feel bad for him because he's such a good guy, but it's time to either move or get, or just get a whole new slate of team, Get some new hobbies. Yeah. If somebody <laughs> says, hey, why, why did you move? Uh, I I just have to I just have to have new teams to root for. I don't know. I, maybe Jeff needs to be a, a, a Uber driver in Tampa. Maybe that's where he needs to move right now. Uh, Chris in Maryland. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind today?
7: Hey, DP. What's going on? Hi. Okay, two things. First, I just wanted to wish happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Thanks for bringing so much cheer into our home on a regular basis. Thank um, you. Second, I had a, a sort of random question. Can you see a situation where a team would not draft or not have a running back? And here's why I ask. You've got all these running quarterbacks now. You could have a Taysom Hill type of player. You could have a, a wide receiver lineup in the backfield. And I'm just you know, wondering with the short lives of the running backs, could you take that money
6: and do something else with it and take that roster slot and do something else with it. All
2: right. Thank you, Chris. Well, first of all, I don't want to spend big money on my running back. Therefore I can have interchangeable parts. And if I want to add another receiver, that's fine. But I think you in today's NFL, you have to have a quarterback who can throw. You have to be, you have to lead with your passing, or at least that has to be a a pretty important uh, ingredient here in your success. I just don't, I don't want to invest in running backs. I mean, look at Carolina with Christian McCaffrey. Who knows how many games he'll play this year? Saquon Barkley. Now, is he going to be ready to come back next year? Kamara, I love him as a receiver. But there's no way I, I want to use a first-round pick. If I can help, I don't want a first-round pick on a running back. And I certainly don't want to give him a second contract. Look no further than Zeke Elliott. And I said at the time, no way. No, no way do I want that. I was all in on Saquon. I thought he would have been a great security blanket for Eli. I thought that they had spent all that money on their defense. They were ready to make a Super Bowl run, and I whiffed on that one completely. Yes, McLeod.
4: So he was suggesting don't have a running back at all, just a quarterback who can be the run threat. But if you think about it, I grew up with two running backs, fullback and a running back. Now there's only one running back. Is it possible in 15 years there'll be zero running backs in any anybody's backfield?
2: Well, there might be, if you think about it. You know, you just have an empty backfield, and and it's all about matchups. All you want to do is look for the mismatch. And if my mismatch is at the wide receiver position or the tight end, then why not? I mean, you go back to what Belichick did with two tight ends. I mean, that was unheard of. Two tight ends, and they're both pass-receiving tight ends. But Belichick saw this market, this opportunity... I got guys who can get down the field, and your linebackers can't cover them. By the way, Jamal Adams, he's not a cover. He's not a cover defensive back. He's he's meant to uh, hit somebody on the run because it feels like receivers can go right by Jamal Adams. Yes, Paul.
6: There was a play on the goal line, and I, I can't remember the name of the running back or a receiver from the, uh, Arizona, but he, about the five-yard line, cut right in front of Jamal Adams, and Adams was looking in the backfield like, here comes Kyler, I'm going to get him. And all uh, of a sudden, whoop, whoop, whoop. He's in the
2: end zone. And I thought Jamal Adams was brought in to basically cover George Kittle. That Seattle brought him in because they were going to neutralize George Kittle. That he's doing what he's assigned to do because he's not covering anybody else. Yeah, well, he doesn't have to cover George Kittle. But he's not a cover safety. That's, uh, that is for sure. Let me take a break. One of my favorites, uh, Nick Wright, will join us on loan from First Things First on Fox Sports 1. More phone calls coming up as well. It's 21 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. I love sharing and I love putting my name behind something. So when I tell you that I like this, I have eaten this, I use this, I drive this, my golf clubs, whatever it is, these are things that I use on a daily basis. You know, obviously if you're watching on Peacock, I work out. I think that's pretty obvious. But also, did you know that I have 130 calories guilt-free, 20 grams of protein, four net carbs guilt-free. It's called Built Bar. And you're probably going to go, there's no way that that tastes like a protein bar. But it is a protein bar. And I shared yesterday with the Danettes. And I can proudly say they, I think, ate every one of the Built Bars that I put out. Built Bar has come to the rescue. 18 flavors. You're going to love them. Mint brownie, coconut almond. You're going to taste it and you go, this is a candy bar. It's a protein bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code DP and you'll get 20% off your order. So promo code DP at BuiltBar.com. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody. Gambling problem?
0: Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick slash promos. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details.
2: Starting today through the 30th, Traeger is offering big savings on Wood Pellet Grills, their Black Friday sale. Plus, you can get free shipping when you enter the promo code DAN at checkout. Head to traegergrills.com slash show to start shopping or find a dealer near you. I told you guys about the dream I had the other night. At least I thought I had a dream, and it was about Marcus Howard signing with the Denver Nuggets. And then Paulie said, well, maybe you saw it before you went to bed, but Marcus Howard signed as a free agent with Denver. He scored over 2,700 points for Marquette. Wasn't taken in the NBA draft. First player all-time to score at least 2,500 points at a school in the major conferences and not be drafted. But he... That sounds like a stat of the day. Can I get a little music?
3: Man, tough audience.
2: But I'm happy that Marcus Howard, you know, he's undersized. He's about 5'11", but uh, I think he averaged 27 a game for Marquette last year. And now he goes to the Nuggets. He's Nick Wright. First things first, and uh, all-around good guy. Let me start with NBA news there for you, Nick. Um, explain Gordon Hayward's uh, philosophy, game plan here. Of where's he going to end up?
7: Well, I, the, wherever he can get one more contract <laughs> would be my guess. I and I don't blame him for this. Obviously, what's happened in Boston, he's been totally snake bit. It started as terribly as something can start getting injured in the first half of your first game. He's kind of, because of his level of play since then, been lowered on the rotation as far as level of importance. And I know people look at Gordon Hayward is opting out of $30 million. Well, yeah, but he's probably opting into what will undoubtedly be less per year, but more total. I think he'll probably get three years, 60-some million dollars maybe, maybe from a team like the Hawks that has money to burn and is trying to add some veteran leadership. I reported last week, I think they're, they're targeting Rondo to try to help kind of guide along Trey Young. So I think that's what happens there. And it's another, if you ask me, I mean, Celtic fans need to understand they can't replace the asset. They needed him to opt in and then trade him or do something. They, they don't have the money to replace the asset. And so Boston, it's really interesting, Dan, if Boston, you know, had the hijack with the Nets the Nets are going to tear it up, build it up, tear it down, and build it back up before the Celtics make an NBA Finals with that heist from them nearly a decade ago now.
2: Has this Celtics team underachieved?
7: Oh, I think so. I, I don't know if the team – let me rephrase. I think Danny Ainge is underachieved. I don't know if you saw the latest you know report. A former Boston Herald reporter – I apologize, I don't have the name in front of me – retweeted yesterday – Steve uh, Bullpick. Thank you. Steve Bulpit. I, you know, I assume he used to go on Sports Center with you back in the day. He he reported that th- you know they, they had interest in James Harden, but then they cooled on it because of, you know, tertiary reasons, which makes James Harden the thirteenth consecutive big name free <laughs> agent or, or or possible player that Danny Ames thought about, but decided This 11-year-old in Southern California who he holds the draft rights to in 2028 is just too good to give up. And so you didn't go and get Kawhi, the team that did won the title. You didn't go and get Anthony Davis, the team that did won the title. And you're not even going to attempt to get James Harden. And instead, the Nets, the Sixers, the Bucs, all might be better than you. And that's just in the East next year.
2: Yeah, I just wonder what the game plan is for the Celtics. Because I do think Danny Ainge, there's been moments of brilliance there. And you have this young team. I don't know where Kemba is. I mean, I think Kemba you know, feels he certainly looks spent. I, I love Tatum and I and Jalen Brown, but I don't know do you think they would really consider James Harden in Boston?
7: Well, I think I don't think they will, and it's because they overvalue their own guys. Listen, Jason Tatum is an excellent player, an excellent player. But Celtic fans have decided he's going to win multiple MVPs. He'll never win one. And so you don't have a guy that's going to be a top five guy in the league. You could have had Kawhi Leonard for Jalen Brown, who is a poor man's version of Kawhi Leonard. And you're like, no, we can't do it. And you can say, oh, Anthony Davis wasn't going to resign. Okay. You could still try to go win the title. And you've made one big swing since you've had all these assets, and it was a swing and a miss. It was Kyrie, and he couldn't wait. He said, I'm going to stay there forever, and then couldn't wait to get out of there. So I just feel like, you know, Boston calls itself title Town. The only team that's not holding up its end of the bargain is the Celtics. They've got one ring since the Berlin Wall fell, and that's because <laughs> Kevin McHale gift-wrapped him Kevin Garnett. So I just don't know when they're actually going to go for it.
2: If you ran the Rockets, what would you do?
7: Uh, try to convince them to buy me out so I can go to a better situation like Daryl did. I mean, talk about an all-time move. I mean, hey, listen, you know, I think I'm going to take some time off, but why don't you give me some money to leave and oh, you're ten 10 million a year for a way better situation. Uh, Listen, I empathize with Tillman Fertitta a bit. During the the pandemic, if there were four businesses you didn't want to be involved in, you'd probably say, all right, the hotel business, the luxury hotel business, that's going to be tough casinos that would be tough high-end restaurants be tough in the nba how about you own only (laughs) those four things and all of those things so he's in a rough spot i get that but i don't know what the hell they're doing i don't understand they 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 bought a second round pick for four and a half million dollars that feels more like money laundering than team building to me i don't know what that is but i guess it's part of the trade they made for the first round pick so i think they're gonna have to rip it down but the problem is the owner wanted them to get off the Chris Paul contract so bad he I believe I've been told this but I believe with you know good reason to believe he was forced to trade James Harden trades James Harden I'm sorry forced to trade Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook and you give away all those picks so now you tear it down but you don't have your own picks so what I wouldn't do is trade James Harden for a package surrounding 26 year old Karis LeVert If I'm trading James Harden, I'm getting Ben Simmons, I'm getting Michael Porter Jr. How about this? This is a fake trade only I am speculating about. One for one, James Harden, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan's under contract, long-term, Harden would, you'd have to get Harden over the fact that he's going to have to live in Salt Lake City. But hey, James Harden living in Salt Lake City, he might be a 40-point-a-game guy with no nightlife. <laughs> Donovan <laughs> and Gobert, they're never going to get over it. And they're right now best-case fifth, best team in the West. But you can't trade him for Karis LeBert and Spencer Dinwiddie, who are 26 and 27 years old in draft picks. They're going to be bad picks. You can't do that.
2: He's Nick Wright from uh, Fox Sports 1, First Things First. Um, you reported this, I think. I want to give you credit for being, you know, the journalist that you are. Woodward and Bernstein when it comes to James Harden's jersey was retired by a strip club. Thank you.
7: Thank you, Dan. Can I tell you something?
2: This is your legacy. You know me. I'm
7: a radio radio guy at heart. Yeah. And seven years ago, when I was in Houston, right after they acquired James Harden, I went and did some investigative journalism (laughs) at Dreams, made famous by many a Drake song and James Harden's only been there six months and what they have at Dreams, it's a gorgeous establishment again, I was a younger man at the time they have banners of their most famous performers Diamond and
2: <laughs> and there's Porsche one Cinnamon yeah, absolute, <laughs> a thousand percent
7: there is one that is not of one of their performers it's James Harden's jersey, and I couldn't believe it, now Pictures are not recommended at those places, but I managed to snap a small one and talk about it on my radio show. But, again, I'm doing local radio. I'm Dan Patrick doesn't even know my name at this point in time. Nobody cares. Three years later, I think Steven Jackson or Matt Barnes, one of them said it on Cowherd Show, and they get all the credit. I'm like, I broke this story years <laughs> ago. So I appreciate you remembering or knowing that and giving me credit for that.
2: Uh, you sent out a tweet on Taysom Hill. You're not all in on Taysom Hill starting for the Saints, I gather.
7: I can't believe it. I, in fact, I don't believe it. I, I, sure, is he starting? Sure. Is he going to throw the majority of the passes? That's impossible for me to leave. People think I don't like Taysom Hill. People actually, you know, this isn't a, a safe space. People think I don't like white quarterbacks. That's not really true, but I understand why people think it is. I have no problem with Taysom Hill. I have a problem with the way Taysom Hill is discussed. There are 32 teams in the league that would love to have Taysom Hill. He can do a little bit of everything. He is a he is definitely worth a roster spot. But he's 30 years old. He's thrown 20 more career passes than me. And he's at 16 million next year. I don't, he's not a starting quarterback. Now, I don't know that Jameis is either, but I think Jameis, there's obviously more upside. Jameis is younger. Jameis, we know. Has all of the ability except for not turning the ball over, and we found out he got his eyes fixed this summer. Now I don't know if that means he was colorblind, but maybe he just couldn't see the jerseys. Maybe LASIK surgery. Jameis Winston's going to be a revelation. I just know Taysom Hill's not starting quarterback in this league. I know that. We, I when the when Cam got COVID, were the Patriots like, hey, Jacoby Myers, he could start. No, <laughs> he, just because he played in high school doesn't mean he gets to start for the team. <laughs>
2: Uh, you should make a bet though. If Taysom Hill proves you wrong. Yeah. Like what's the bet? Well, you got, you know, everybody on your show. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't, nobody made a bet with you on Taysom Hill.
7: Well, I had, here's the thing. How about you wear a jersey?
2: If he has two touchdown passes, then you have Taysom Hill week. All Taysom you, Hill week? Yeah, that all you do is say something nice. You wear a jersey. It might be a BYU. You become Mormon. <laughs> <laughs>
7: you know, I just thought about this. I need to right now say something nice about Steve Young, by the way, one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the history of the league, because I trashed Danny Ainge and Taysom Hill. On this show,
0: mm. so I, there's
7: going to be an insult, like city. I didn't even think about it. Wow. I'm the whole, the whole Mormon community is going to be against me. You guys are wonderful people. You, you turn, evidently, you don't produce great quarterbacks in New Orleans or great GMs in Boston. But aside from that, I got no beef <laughs> with Good folks.
2: You know what? For the uh, betterment of your career, I'm going to cut you short now and just say, send you oh, into okay. the weekend. Uh, and and Thank I you, Dan. and I'm rooting for Taysom Hill now. I wasn't. I don't root for anybody, but now I am. I want him to light it up against the Falcons.
7: Yeah, to make me look like an idiot. That's fair. Yeah. Can I tell you one quick thing? Just very, okay. i try to end these things like yeah. this.
2: Okay. Uh,
7: at dinner during quarantine, my daughters get to, they, what show we watch, we're going to watch a show. My older daughter likes Blackish. My younger daughter, the seven-year-old, oddly enough, has fallen in love with Cosby show. It causes big conflict. So my wife and I said, you know what? If we're going to watch them, we're going to start watching family movies. And three days ago, we start. We stumbled upon the Netflix Adam Sandler catalog. And I said to my daughter, who's right now remote learning, I'm going on his show because I pointed you down there. No, they don't believe me. They're like, what do you mean his show? I'm like, he's a sports guy. No, he's not a sports guy. He's an actor. So you have convinced a young generation of America with your acting chops that that's what you do full time. So how about that?
2: Would you like an eight by ten glossy that I could make it out to your daughters? You know, to the kids, maybe.
7: Oh yeah, that would be great. Okay. That would be great. Just make sure you sign it. The guy from the Adam Sandler movie. Okay. They don't know your name.
2: Okay. Um, just, maybe maybe Fritzy can get your daughters' names, and I'll be happy to uh, sign a photo. Do you, does your wife want one? Um. That's that's a yes. gonna
7: be a soft no, <laughs> but I'll, I'll circle back.
2: Okay. Thank you, Nick. See you. Have a good weekend. That's uh, Nick Wright. Uh, send your cards and letters, anybody in Salt Lake City, to Nick Wright in care of Fox Sports 1. First things first. Take a break. We're fresh off the Traeger Grill right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
0: As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, the Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Macs with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
6: If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon
5: Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't
6: do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right
2: brand bacon. Send this out to Kevin Cameron, friend of the show. Going through a rough patch there. Send our best out to Kevin and his family. Here's Arcade Fire. College football coming up this weekend, Indiana Ohio State. That's at noon Eastern, Wisconsin, Northwestern, UCLA, Oregon, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, USC, and Utah. If Indiana, Indiana is a 20.5-point underdog at Ohio State. Ohio State roughed up Indiana at Indiana last year. But if Indiana would win this game, if, big if, they'd be favored to win the Big Ten, which would be pretty amazing. Been a long, long time, a few decades, that uh, you go back to Indiana being a really competitive team in, in overall in the Big Ten. So that's uh, the uh, docket for the college football games coming up this weekend. We'll do uh, final results of the poll question, McLovin. Last call for phone calls this day in sports history. Uh, Dale in Indiana. Hey, Dale, what's on your mind today?
7: 59175.
5: Yeah, then I have a question for you about your choice of TV shows. You mentioned in the past you would not watch shows like Game of Thrones no. after watching the first episode, yeah. right? Yeah. So,
7: it may help me out here. Explain to me what it is about the first episodes of Outer Banks and Emily in Paris that tells you, hey, you know what?
5: I want to see this to the end.
2: Great question. It is a fair question, and I don't have an answer, Dale. I wish I did, but... I tried Game of Thrones, and once they pushed the kid out of the window, and then I was like, all right, it felt like I might have to talk about this or understand it or go a little deeper. Outer Banks or Amelie and Paris, I don't really have to explain too much because it's pretty simple. Yeah, you know, see. So, you- so Andrew came in one
5: day and was talking about. Emily and Pally, yeah. and was like, "This is a really great show." So I went home that night. My wife was like, "What do you want to watch?" I was like, "I don't know." Andrew said that the show is, is good. We should check it out. Okay, we put it on, and watched in silence for about five minutes. And about five minutes in, she was just like, "You seriously want to watch this?" Yeah, okay. And uh, I said, "Well, not really. I guess I don't think this is." For okay,
2: us. first of all, I love Paris. Same. It's spectacular. Yes. And I am sort of watching. The city has its own personality. And and I'm watching for Paris, not Emily. Yes, Paul.
6: Okay, I think you hit it on the head. You watch shows like uh, Outer Banks and Emily in Paris, and Fritzi watches the Housewives shows, because you could kind of remove your head and your brain for 45 minutes and not think and just soak it in. And it takes no thought or thinking about the plot or the storyline or anything. The Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, The Wire, you've got to kind of pay attention.
2: Yeah, but understand that I do this three hours a day. And you got to be, all senses got to be, you know, on alert, amber alert here. And I get done, and the last thing I want to do is, A, talk sports. Uh, I will watch sports because I know I have to. But if I if there's downtime in between, then I'm going to watch something that's sort of mindless there.
5: Yeah, see so, But there's lots of mindless television that you can sit and put on, and it take, requires zero thought, zero interaction, zero anything. You just lay there like a zombie and watch. Yeah. You just happen to enjoy this particular uh, genre of mindless television.
2: No, but I'm watching uh, <laughs> what's the Nicole Kidman show on HBO, yeah, Undoing. That's heavy. That's very heavy. Yeah. I love it. Spectacular. Cobra Kai, you know, that's a little more like Emily in Paris or Outer Banks with John B., Yes, McLean. I actually find Emily in Paris a little stressful.
4: Like every show, <laughs> she's in this incredibly awkward, Larry David like situation. They they steal some curb and they're always she's always screwing everything up. Like she should get out of
2: Paris. Well, she's not welcomed in Paris. She doesn't speak French. No, really. she does not.
4: And you've been, Dan, right? Like yes, you tried
2: to speak French. I have tried to speak French when I'm in France. That helps. They just want you to try, and that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, By the way, the French, not a good reaction to Emily in Paris. The French are not happy with Emily in Paris in real life. Just letting you know. Nick in South Carolina. Hi, Nick. What's on your mind today?
0: Well, I guess I got to say bonjour, DP. Bonjour. Uh, Bonjour. As someone who got sucked into Outer Banks and Amelie and Paris because of my wife, I got a show recommendation for you. All right. It's called Dash and Lily. It's about two teams that fall in love over journal entries that they pass back and forth throughout New York City around the holidays. Uh, it sounds kind of corny, but it works kind of like those two. Um, it's got the same quirky charm as Never Have I Ever. And I know you really like that, as die. though
2: so there's no John McEnroe in this one. All right. Yeah, Never Have I Ever. Johnny Mac's the voice uh, in that. Yes, McLovin.
4: My Netflix algorithm is pushing Dash and Lily to me so hard. Yeah. And I know yours is too. Yeah. Every five minutes, I get an ad for that. Yes.
2: But well, once again, if I want to man up, then I watch Yellowstone on Peacock <laughs> with Kevin Costner. Season three coming out November 22nd. Anybody got any arguments with that? No, you don't. We you focus, leave. You better sprinkle in some ice road I truckers. really, I, I do. But I, I build <laughs> off the grid. Okay. I mean, I'm always building off the grid. Barnyard Builders.
5: Ice Road Truckers is funny because they're always at a really dangerous spot, and I don't know if we're going to make it. (laughs) It's the same storyline with Ice Road Truckers
2: truck over and over and over in the same episode. You get the exact same storyline five different ways. One of these years, the ice is going to break and one of these years building off the grid. They're not going to get the house done or somebody they get divorced or something tragic happens. We caught up with them nine months later. (laughs) They were still piling the sandbags. Yes. Oh, my God. Those guys are even cattier than the
4: people on a real Housewives. half those shows. But by the way, I put up the poll. Should uh, Dan be embarrassed about watching Emily? (laughs) 63% saying yes, that's not
2: bad. I'm okay with that you know what i love about this show is the audience we share we re- reciprocate you make a mistake you say it you forget something you say it you're watching something you shouldn't be watching you say it dp in Pelly. dp uh, in palie i wish what uh, happens when a sportscaster moves to paris yeah, but doesn't speak french paris <laughs> saint germain Anybody got, else got anything? Uh, Paulie, this day in sports history.
6: 1965, Chick Hearn became a 3,000-game streak of playing, doing play-by-play for the Lakers. He started in 1965. 1997, A.C. Green played in his 907th straight game for the in the NBA.
2: By the way, there's a character in uh, Emily in Paris who looks like A.C. Green. I, I Right? The assistant looks I a can little, see bit, that. little like A.C. Green. I thought that last night as I'm watching the episode. Good on the break, solid low postgame. <laughs> yeah, Vir- m- celibate. Not a virgin, though. <laughs> yes. He- uh,
5: I was going to do an early what I learned. Oh, okay. You and actually, I'm going to teach you something that's going to be very important for your next venture. In okay. Life. Um, if you need to say uh, en fuego or on fire in French, it's ser <laughs> feu. C'est le feu. C'est le feu. Okay. So that you. that's your catchphrase for when you DP and penalty. When I Lee. go back to SportsCenter. center.
6: C'est le feu. C'est le feu.
2: left shrimp. C'est le feu. C'est le feu. Uh, Paulie, what'd you learn today?
6: i got to watch Ice Road Truckers stat.
2: Uh, McLovin, what'd you learn
4: today? I learned that somebody's green-lighting Dan Patrick and Bears mm-hmm. as we speak. Yes, Ton.
3: Frank Isola believes the Warriors will struggle to make the playoffs at all without Clay Thompson.
2: What we learned brought to you by Built Bar, simply the best-tasting protein bar. I love all 18 amazing flavors. Mint brownie, coconut almond, pumpkin chocolate chip cookie. You'll love it. BuiltBar.com, enter the promo code DP for 20% off. My thanks to Alan, our great chef who does this every Friday. Backroom guys, the 1215 podcast coming up as well. Have a safe weekend. Talk to you Monday. One more item as we close out.